Hello, you're listening to the New York City Tales podcast with your host, Jessica. You also may know me as New Wave Rocker J on YouTube. Join me as you hear real life stories about New York City from your urban crib keeper. Today's episode is about a mysterious carnival that came to my neighborhood in the early 2000s. Happy summer! I can't believe we are halfway through the New York City Tales podcast. I have a couple of episodes left until the end of this season. I want to thank all the people who take their time out of their day to listen to this podcast. I would really appreciate it if you would give me a rating and a review on any of the platforms you're listening this on. Also, feel free to donate a small monthly donation to help sustain future episodes. Anyways, let's get on with the story. When you think of a carnival in New York City, you imagine the Big Apple Circus. To be honest, I have never been to this attraction, despite living in New York City my entire life. Many years ago, in the early 2000s, there used to be an empty parking lot near the Long Island Expressway. I used to walk there a lot when I was a kid. I was always drawn to abandoned places. I was curious about the history of these places, which emitted some kind of paranormal energy. The only vehicles that were parked there were school buses and large trucks. One day, I noticed a red truck with a picture of a lion and a lion tamer. There were also people taking out the famous Big Top tent. I saw a sign that read that a carnival would be taking place in the parking lot for a week. A carnival? In my neighborhood? How strange. But at the same time, I was excited to go. I remember asking my parents for permission to go. We agreed to go the following weekend. I remember the smell of popcorn and fried street food filling the air when I stepped foot into the carnival. There were so many rides and games to do. First, I chose to go on this snowman roller coaster, which I regretted because I couldn't handle the harsh bumps and turns. I was screaming out of my mind, and luckily, I didn't throw up on myself. It was very embarrassing. The next ride was a swing ride. It was a little bit less hectic than the first ride. I felt myself flying off the ground. It felt amazing. Step right up! The next person who gets three winning ducks wins a prize. I tried many chances on this hook a duck game. The point of this game was to hook three rubber ducks that were in the water. The winning numbers were at the bottom of the rubber ducks. If you got all three ducks with the winning numbers, you would get a big prize. I tried several times but no luck. I was about to give up until 10 tries. I was able to get 3 ducks with the winning numbers. My prize was a Powerpuff Girls balloon. The final ride of that day was the Ferris wheel. I rode the Ferris wheel with my parents and my older sister. I will never forget the view of the post 9-11 New York City skyline. It was sunset and you could see all of Manhattan from Queens. That was the last time that I ever saw that carnival in my neighborhood. Of course, there were other street fairs and other attractions that came into my neighborhood, but none were as great as that carnival. Once I got older, I did some research and I realized that there used to be an amusement park in my neighborhood called Fairyland in the 1950s. The baby boomer generation probably remembers this. It was a long gone forgotten part of Queens. Fairyland Park was constructed in 1949 and was demolished in the early 70s to make way for the Queens Center Mall and the Long Island Expressway. It all made sense. No wonder I felt the eerie presence of children in that empty parking lot. Thank you for listening to the New York City Tales podcast. Stay tuned next month for another episode. Don't forget to check out my YouTube channel as well and subscribe. See you next time.